And welcome to a, another edition of Sanctified Reason Podcast. Sanctified Reason Podcast is just that, a podcast where Dan Dozell and myself, Son Edom, we look at events that might take place, news articles, pop culture, music, entertainment, what's going on in the world, what is being influenced, who are the influencers, and how does it affect us? And we look at it through the lens of a biblical perspective compared to what the Bible has to say. And Dan, speaking of the Bible, you know, we've been talking a lot about different things. We're going through Lent season, the uh, holy season for the church. Easter is approaching. Uh, Good Friday is on its way as well as of our conversation right now. And as we are discussing things and getting prepared for, you know, remembering Easter, remembering Jesus's crucifixion, his death on the cross to save us from our sins, his resurrection on the third day. And recently we get the news. Okay, so again, I, I want to emphasize that we're kind of going, and, and even if you want to throw in, let's say, the Muslim faith of Ramadan, okay? We're going through a high holy season with a lot of people celebrating a religious um, time of year on their religious calendar. Then, unfortunately, we get the news out of Nashville that there's a shooting. Apparently, somebody who identified as trans was a guy, now as a woman, who may or may not have, according to reports, gone to this school, um, enters the school, basically shoots her way into the school, and ends up killing three nine-year-old kids and then three adult workers. I guess they were ages 60, 61, and 61. So six dead. Police storm the school and eventually kill the, uh, the shooter. Now, the aftermath has been quite the contrary to what we normally see. We've had news media come out in defense of the shooter. We've had news media and other politicians come out in defense of trans and trans ideology and and blaming Christians now and saying Christians are the reason why they are getting shot because of their hate, their vitriol, because they don't support trans, um, and so on. So they're blaming Christians for something that Christians haven't done. You know, they didn't pick up the gun. They didn't shoot it. And it's especially, I think, telling that during this high holy season for a few religions, but let's just focus on Christianity, that the insensitivity of not only the victims, but of a religion, a belief system that is going through the high holy days. You had the president come out, and basically when he was going to make some comments, he was came out and started talking about ice cream and how he's a, lot, a bunch of ice cream in his refrigerator, And then he started talking about some kids in the audience who were there and then talking about his family. I mean, complete out of touch with the realities of what was going on. And then recently he was asked as he was walking to the White House by a reporter if this was a hate crime. And he said in a chuckingly manner, you know, kind of scoffing at it or laughing it off that, you know, he didn't have enough information on it. You've had other people in high ranking, you know, like Merrick Garland, for example, not even commenting on whether or not it's a hate crime, say they don't have enough information. And so anyways, the way this is being treated is such an anti-Christian way because if it was the other way around, if a Christian person went into some sort of you know transgender classroom and shot it up, the response would be completely different. If it was a white supremacist shooting up a black school like the church in Charlotte that one time, if it was um, any other thing, the roles would be completely reversed, and the shooter would be the one that everyone would be 
talking about as the one that was the bad guy. But the victims, who happened to be Christian, who happened to have a, an ideology and a belief system that corresponds with the Bible, they're the victims. I mean, they're the bad guys, even though they're the victims. They're the bad guys. And the shooter, who is trans, is the victim. And so that's what we're dealing with in society today is this Christian bigotry and Christian um, an attack on Christianity for something that they didn't do, which was shooting up a Christian school. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's unbelievable, really, to see the response of some when when you look at what's happened to these these innocent people. And you're exactly right, son. I mean, if uh, the shoe was in on the other foot, and if it had been a different group of people, let's say like transgender people who'd been shot by by Christians, um, boy, uh, would the knives have come out, you know, uh, metaphorically and. Uh, um, they would have really ripped into uh, to Christians um, at, at that point. But, um, you know, it's, it really, I think, speaks to what happens when a person's heart is filled with hate and how it prevents a person from even having, or at least seeming like they have, compassion and empathy for victims and instead looking for any opportunity to politicize uh, a tragedy um, and and uh, and then use it for their own political purposes. You know, I was just thinking through in my mind, son, when you were uh, giving your opening monologue there, um, I was trying to think. Now, you know, I don't remember back, say, when, like, you know, Bill Clinton was president, which wasn't too many years ago. Uh, and, of course, George Bush. Um I don't remember, and maybe you can refresh my memory on this. I don't remember these kinds of responses when tragedy happened to anybody. I don't remember there being a, a group that seemed to be so filled with hate that they used it to attack. And in this case, you know, attack Christians. Um, you know, Jesus said, if the world hates you, keep in mind it hated me first. Now, there have been many people who, when they observed at the time what Barack Obama was doing to stir up uh, racial animosity, um, there were many people at the time that were raising red flags and saying, hey, this is this is not good. Uh, this is a very, very intelligent man who knows exactly what he's doing, and yet he seems to be employing tactics that have been used in other settings uh, for nations that move toward Marxism, um, you know, uh, it was very concerning to see the, the way he seemed to drive a wedge between races. And I don't know if maybe that was kind of the time frame when in America it kind of became okay in the minds of some to go on the attack, uh, even when there have been innocent victims like these innocent children. And I don't know, you uh, correct me there if you think I'm off on that timing or what's going on there, Sam, but I, I'm just trying to think back. And and um, when I look at the way that Barack Obama and uh, and now Joe Biden respond, now I know there'll be those who point to Donald Trump and, and, and say, um, you know, the same thing about him uh, and, and those on the far right uh, that – uh, maybe are, um, well, not maybe, I mean, wherever you have a hater, I don't care if they call themselves right, left, whatever, uh, where hate is hate. Um, and so, uh, you know, I'm not here to defend, you know, Donald Trump, but I just, I just think that it seems to me 
that maybe during Barack Obama's years, there was a real sea change. Uh, I was just reading today, Son, um, how the attitudes of Americans really have changed uh, in a negative way since COVID, and and just in terms of their views of God and and going to church and uh, and this sort of thing. But what do you think about my thoughts there? Uh, that maybe um, Obama. Well, I mean, we know he ushered in the um, the gender the gender revolution. I mean, we know back in 2016, he, uh, he gave the, uh, the dictate that, um, you know, transgender teenagers can go into the, uh, into the, uh, the restroom, uh, that is not their, not their birth gender. Um, we, we, we know that, um, he, he was behind the promotion of, of, of gay marriage and the whole revolution there of, of marriage and gender. Um, he was the prophet for that religion. Uh, and, and Joe Biden has picked up that mantle. Um, and it seems like it drives them. I know we're going to talk about that article I wrote, um, regarding, uh, LBGTQ, uh, uh, LGBTQ um, church, uh, but we'll talk about that. But they, they have a religious um, just tenacity. Um, everything seems to go back to that. And then here's a case in point, Son, where here children have been killed. Now, I don't hear Christians pointing the finger at transgenders. Oh, you know, evil transgenders. They're responsible for this. No, it was one person. Now, this person happened to be a transgender, but I don't hear Christians linking that. Uh, This is a very, very troubled, uh, evil person who would do this, Um, but their own transgender struggles are, are, you know, however that's related to it, I guess we don't really know, but to, 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 to to go after Christians... Um, when little girls, Christian girls have been slaughtered, slaughtered by this individual, um, it's unthinkable. How did we, how did we become a nation where people in, in key influential uh, positions in the media and elsewhere where, where their hearts are so hard and so seemingly filled with hate? That they can't even take time to mourn with those who lost loved ones, but instead point the finger, blame a group of people. In this case, the Christians. Well, they, they you know, it, it reminds me, son, of. I mean, there were people with with such a mental challenge. It seems that, and even since Biden's become president. Anything bad that has happened in America over the last six or eight years, well, it's Trump's fault. It's Trump's fault. It's Trump's fault. Uh, Not always Christians' fault. I mean, you know, it's the the level of just being out of touch is just off the charts. Um, I mean, if anybody wants to compare just the the record of of Trump and Biden, I mean, was it was it Trump or Biden who? botched Afghanistan? Was it Trump or Biden who has been weak on the world stage? Uh, was it Trump or Biden who uh, was in office when Putin, um, you know, launched his war against Ukraine? Um, was it Trump or Biden who supported unborn children? Was it Trump or Biden who pushed transgenderism? I mean, again, Trump is no saint. Okay, so put another person in there and we can talk about them. I mean, it doesn't have to be Trump. But I mean, I'm just saying this, this, um, you know, this measure of just 
just hatred and vitriol, uh, either for Republicans, for Trump, for Christians. Uh, and I realize those are two separate groups. I mean, you know, not every Republican is a Christian, nor would we ever want. I mean, we, you know, we don't want we don't want the state to uh, control religion in any sense. We, we live in a nation that has freedom of religion. Um, so we don't want that. It just so happens that when Christians look out at what the Republican Party stands for and what the Democratic Party stands for, many Christians, it seems more and more, are saying, how can I support abortion? How can I support, um, you know, uh, indoctrinating children in, in uh, uh, all these different sexual ideas uh, and in transgenderism? Um, and uh, so... I tell you, son, uh, people, there's a lot of prayer that's needed. Um, a lot of people need, um, need the Lord, because if you can, if you can respond to the killing, I, I mean, if these three kids had been three transgender kids or three, whatever, um, you know, three, three children of democratic donors, or, you know, you, whatever, three children of atheists or you, whatever, um, you know, three children of Muslims. I mean, if, if somebody attacked, that group, almost because they're feeling defensive, because the, the the person who did it happens to be one of their own, um, it just blows the mind uh, how that how that can happen. But I guess I know I threw a question in there to you, kind of in the middle about you know the timeline. I don't know if you think uh, if you sense the same thing during kind of Obama's reign, uh, but uh, I don't know. Something sure seemed to change uh, during his time. Yeah, well, you look back to the defense the the the, the defense of marriage. Act that took place during yeah. the Clinton administration. He signed yeah, it. I think ninety two. Yeah. And so again, during the Clinton administration, you still had, and even Hillary Clinton back then was even right. talking about you know traditional marriage is marriage, and it also allowed for states and official entities not to recognize same sex marriage. So that's in nineties yeah. with the Clintons. Then you get yeah. obviously through the Bush years and were marred in foreign mm-hmm. policy issues with war and stuff, even though I'm right. even though Bush had mentioned on many times he is, you know, pro life, uh sanct- mm-hmm. you know, the sanctity mm-hmm. of life. And then he was also, mm-hmm. you know, the marriage thing didn't come up too much because of DOMA. Right. But and we were again, right. you know, had foreign policy issues with Iran or in Iraq and, you know, the aftermath mm-hmm. of nine eleven. And then, mm-hmm. yes, then you usher in the Obama years, and that's when mm-hmm. all of a sudden what bathroom you used became an issue, what pronoun yeah. you used became an issue. And I think the pronouns, the first time I heard of it, it came out of Vanderbilt University. Um, and so that's when the acceptance of it started to seep in. And all they wanted mm-hmm. at first was acceptance. That was the word, acceptance, acceptance, acceptance. Yeah. And now we've yeah. gone from acceptance to you believe what we want you to believe or else we're going to shoot you. And that's what it's gotten to. I mean, the the activism. I mean, as of our conversation, when people listen to this uh, episode in the future, this day will have passed, so we will have to see what happens. But as of me right. and you talking live right now, there is a day coming up that's called Trans Vengeance Day, and they're going to march oh on the Supreme Court. And so oh that's my. what we've come to. Accept us during the Obama years. Accept the bathroom we use. Expect, accept our pronouns. Mm-hmm. Accept our gay marriage. Mm-hmm. We just want to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And that's when people like uh-huh. Hillary Clinton, who became you know running for office, Secretary of State, stuff like that, then started to accept gay marriage and started telling Christians that we need to change our beliefs and need to mm-hmm. change our religion mm-hmm. to accept it. 
in that comment she mm-hmm. made. So, yeah, so it did yeah. start under that. And then, of course, under Trump, it became a little different situation. He became more – everything became more political altogether. Yeah. And then now yeah. when you got Biden there, and I don't even think it's Biden doing it because he doesn't have the capability of it. I think it's just Obama, mm-hmm. again, and the people like Sandy Rice and others Biden. that are pushing right. this agenda – and you've mm-hmm. got a lot of unelected people that are creating this. But it's gotten to the point now where you have an ideology, like you said, you know, LGBTQ, church and state. You know, there are many teachers out there that are pushing this, especially in liberal cities. You've got many school boards out there that are pushing this. I mean, just look at Virginia and what happened there. You've got all mm-hmm. kinds of LGBTQ ideology being pushed on mm-hmm. kids and it's like, why? And, and you think about it, you go back to, you know, the, the Democrats, Republican real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so you had Maxine Waters, and I think during the impeachment trial, they had a montage. You had Maxine Waters call for violence against, mm-hmm. you know, people. You had mm-hmm. uh, Nancy Pelosi. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if they need a punch, they deserve a punch. You had Cory Booker. You had Kamala Harris on the Ellen DeGeneres show talking about, you know, if she was in an elevator with Pence and, and somebody else, and she's like, do they have to come out alive? You had Johnny Depp talking about assassinating the president. You had Madonna talking about often thinking about blowing up the White House. You had some dude on some Bill Maher show talking about shooting that QAnon Charmin guy that was in the in the Capitol Hill, you know, that now just, I guess, got released uh, after all those videos came out. Um, and so it's like, and then you had, uh, was it Jane Fonda on The View talking about murdering pro-life people? Okay, you had uh, Chuck Schumer talking about, you know, violence against the Supreme Court justices and then a would be assassin showed up at one of the houses. So, again, show me. Okay, this is video evidence that I can prove that this is what was being said by these people. And like you said, show me a Republican that is sitting there calling for violence against anybody. Show me a Republican that's out there saying, you know, get in the face of people and shout them down. Show me a presidential candidate, now a president, that says he would like to take somebody behind the gym, like in high school, and punch you in the face when you can't manage a flight of stairs to Air Force One. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Show me the party that supports abortion. Show me the the party that supports child mutilations and what they call Mm gender-affirming care. So the evidence, if you want to talk evidence, which they don't care about, but if you want to talk Mm -hmm. evidence to a rationally-minded, common-sense person, Take a look at the party that's supporting death and destruction, and you see the party that's supporting LGBTQ is now pushing this violence that has now led to the day of Black Lives Matter and now this trans vengeance. And vengeance isn't a peaceful word. Trans vengeance and nobody's doing anything about it. So, of course, we're at the state, and then, of course, you want to blame somebody. So, yeah, blame Christians because that's the cool thing to do because nobody's going to defend Christians in the public mainstream media because they're the bad, evil people. Yeah, that's right, son. And, uh, you know, you, you refer there to just all of uh, Obama's push toward transgenderism. Um, and, and, you know, how about the race relations, which really under Bill Clinton and uh, George Bush, George W., uh, you know, the race relations seem to be, correct me if I'm wrong, seem to be going very well until Obama got in there with all of his rhetoric, his intelligent way of getting what he wanted done. Um, and it was very, very damaging to race relations in our country. I mean, it should have been just the opposite. Okay. No wonder, no wonder leftists hate Clarence Thomas because, you know, being black isn't enough. 
for a leftist. You have to be um, aligned with them in their ideology or they will attack you. So um, all of this talk about wanting to help black people uh, is only only if you uh, will just sit by and not say anything bad about them, give them your vote, you know, um, but, but the minute you uh, take a stand for, um, you know, something that's conservative, uh, something that's biblical, uh, you know, they, they, they hate Clarence Thomas. And so, yes, the whole transgender push, uh, the, um, the race relations debacle under Obama and all that came from that. Um, and, and now, you know, you, you look at you look at Biden and, you know, I know Trump has made the argument now that Putin would not have gone to war with Ukraine if, if Trump was still in office. And I think you could make a strong case for that. And the untold suffering, all the mothers in Russia, thousands and th- tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of mothers in Russia who sent their sons off to Putin's war to invade a country that they had no business invading. Now, did they do that because Biden is weak? Many people say yes, because the same Joe Biden who gave away all the military equipment, who pulled out the military before the people in Afghanistan, um, and he just seems to get a pass on that from from leftists in the media. Um, I mean, it, it, it's one example of death and destruction after another. And then when some innocent little girls who are Christians get killed, um, the immediate response is to attack Christians and Christianity. So I tell you, son, they, they really need our prayer. And this is so much uh, deeper than, say, a political party. So here in Nebraska, you know, over 100 years ago, William Jennings Bryan was a Democrat who fought hard for um, a pro-life position. Um, you, you, you know, Democrats um, have not always been as radical as many of them are today. Um, but, but, you know, over the last, you know, 50 years or more, I mean, as, as more Democrats began to accept uh, dark ideas, dark ideologies, and boy, are we ever seeing that today. I mean, yes, a huge one is the, the pro-abortion position. I mean, what could be more horrific than snuffing out the life of a little one? You know, as you know, son, I mean, we're, we're enjoying our first grandchild, little Evelyn. Um, she's just now a little more than two months old. Um, and our other daughter, uh, is expecting now uh, here in about four months. But these precious little ones, okay, um, you look at them um, as we did and, and held them, I know, you know, a day out of the womb, you know. And then you look at and, and say, well, wait, wait a minute. You're telling me Hillary Clinton and others in that party are okay with abortion? happening right up to the time of birth. Um, what kind of darkness is this? Um, you're telling me that, 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 that leftists are okay with indoctrinating children with these uh, terrible ideas about, uh, you know, gender identity and sexual orientation. Um, and my goodness, have the number of transgender kids skyrocketed as they have been felt the pressure from their peers, from social media. It's the cool thing to do. 
let's rebel. Um, and and so and now, as we know, many of them are uh, who've even had you know this mutilation of their bodies. Now they're you know they're wanting to try to you know reverse, but that that's that's extremely. Um, I mean, you cannot uh, you know unbreak the egg. Um, I mean, it's horrible what what's happening. And, and so the darkness that is pushing for that is the same, the same source there, son, is, is the source that's, that's, that's blaming Christians the day after these little girls are slaughtered. Um, so, man, I mean, we had a recent revival there at Asbury, uh, you know, in Kentucky. Um you know, we, we need that. I mean, we're all guilty of sin. So, I mean, I hope anybody listening doesn't think that you and I are somehow, you know, we're not saying that, that, that oh, wow, you know, there's the bad sinners and we're these perfect people. What we're saying is this, okay? Love and hate are, are pretty obvious to see. Um, in terms of when they when they are displayed, you know, greater love has no one than this that he lay down his life for his friends. I was just reading today, son, of Jim Elliot, uh, the uh, the missionary, uh, nearly seventy years ago, who felt called to go to Ecuador um, to this group of Indian people there and bring the gospel. And within a matter of days of getting there, he lost his life. And he has this famous quote that has been told so many, many times by missionaries and Christians um, over the last, you know, nearly 70 years. And Jim Elliott said, he is no fool who gives up, who gives up what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. And, and so when Jim Elliott entered heaven nearly 70 years ago, um, to a martyr's reward, whatever, whatever that means in heaven. I mean, we know eternal life is a free gift given to those who repent and believe, but as we've often said, even on the program, um, you know, those who are martyred for their faith, uh, you know, there are heavenly rewards for, for faithfulness. Um, he lost things that many people today are enjoying time with family, time with kids. You know what he did? He counted the cost and he went there knowing he could die just like the trans shooter went knowing that he could die in that school. I guess that was the, the, the message that he sent out. And, and I, and I'm referring to, I'm, I'm referring to his birth gender, not, not his preferred pronoun. Um, and I know there are those in the world who say, well, you know, that's not respectful. Um, how respectful is it to teach children that they get to determine their gender by their words? Magic. You can magically change your gender. Just say it. Just say it. You know, be a magician. Um, you know, you were born as a boy or a girl, but if you just believe it, you know, it's like Disney. <laughs> you know, uh, and boy, they, you know, gone off in the wrong direction. But I mean, so, so son, people need the Lord. They need Christ. Um, and, and, and it's really amazing when you listen to those who are in the light versus those who are in the darkness. And, and but it's, it's astounding to me how, how people today now, um, people who are intelligent, just like Obama's intelligent, but they'll go on TV and they won't make any won't have any qualms about it. Won't see any, have these, have any shame. These poor little girls and their families. Now, if that, if those families had been, if those children had been transgender children, it'd be just as much those poor little children or Muslim children or atheist children. They happen to be Christian children. They're innocent. Um, they were slaughtered. And, and but let's let's use it as a, a time to push transgenderism again. Where's the compassion? 
You know, uh, I, I would certainly hope that no professing Christian would ever think of doing anything like that. If people of another faith or of a different lifestyle or whatever, if they were slaughtered, uh, remember son, what was in Orlando? Wasn't that at a, was there, was that a bar where there were a lot of gay people yeah, killed? Am I remembering shooting. that right? Yeah. Nightclub shooting. <laughs> Yeah, so what if Christians had come out? Oh, you know, it, it, it's 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 the fault of gay people because they're pushing for gay marriage and 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 they're doing something that like adultery and fornication, God forbids. I mean, what if Christians had done that? How uncaring, or I should say, professing Christians. I don't know how uh, a genuine Christian could have done that in their heart. I don't know how you could. I mean, the Bible says if you say I love God, you hate your brother. You're a liar. And I don't know where that can come from other than hatred in the heart to be able to do that, especially at a time of, of such tremendous loss of the innocence. But, you know, son, and I'll leave it at that. Um, is it really any worse? It's terrible. But is it really any worse than the slaughter of millions in the womb? We'd say, no, it's not worse than that. Um, they're even more innocent than those nine-year-old girls. They're, they haven't even given nine days. They haven't even given nine hours out of the womb. They're being slaughtered. And I guess, yeah, we live with a lot of fellow Americans who seem to be fine with it. Um, so, um, again, this isn't throwing stones at people. Um, this is identifying light and darkness so that anyone listening can say, you know what? Um, I hear what you guys are saying. We're all equally sinful. But there is right. There is wrong. There is light. There is dark. Um, and so thank you guys for calling it out. And again, it's not about a political party because there are plenty of corrupt Republicans and corrupt Democrats over the over the decades. OK, um, but when a political party takes a position on something like an unborn child, on something like God's institution of marriage, God's institution of marriage. OK, um, then that's something to take note of. And, and, uh, but yeah, don't ever put your hope or your faith in a, in a political party. Um, I mean, we're, God's called us up to a much higher level. I mean, that doesn't mean we don't interact on that level as, as citizens and so forth. That's, that's fine and good to do, uh, for the good of others. But I'm talking about where you find your ultimate identity. If your ultimate identity is that I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat, then I would, I would challenge you, uh, to think about the man whose life we're going to really focus on now for the next two weeks here once again as we journey with him into Jerusalem on a donkey and as we journey with him during Holy Week and as we as we reflect on what he did on the night when he was betrayed and how he instituted the Lord's Supper with his disciples, his small intimate group of followers who went on to turn the world upside down by the power of the Holy Spirit in them. We're going to reflect on what Jesus did as he hung on that cross in tremendous agony hour after hour. Why? Because I'm a sinner and I needed a savior and you're a sinner and you needed a savior, whoever you are. So, so please keep that in mind. If, if on this podcast or any other Christian show or podcast, you hear people calling out sin, compare that to your other options, your other listening options. Compare that to those who rather than calling out sin or even showing empathy for innocent children, use it as a political uh, opportunity to attack a group of people as though somehow this, this person going in and slaughtering the children is an indictment against, against Christians somehow. You know, so, but that's the deranged position of someone 
who, who, whether they're, you know, right, left, middle, if you, if you hate, if you hate, then I don't even know that you're on the spectrum really. I mean, if you hate, if you have hate in your heart, one thing we can say biblically, um, you don't know God, you don't love God. Because again, and I'll, I'll quote the, the passage, son, in first John, if anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, he is a liar. I mean, um, that's how Obama would have had to have talked about, not stir up all this animosity, you know, white against black, black against white. Just quote the Bible. I mean, you're a professing Christian, said he said he was. Okay, quote the Bible. Let, let God's work work on people. Put that in the classroom. Why not? Try that. I don't even push Christianity on, on children, but why not? If nothing else is working, what do you have against the Bible? I mean, don't, you know, don't mandate Christianity for anybody or for kids, but, but if that changes hearts, why are you so afraid of it? Why do you hate it so much? Because the Bible says those in darkness hate the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. So that's what I, I we want to encourage all the listeners, you know, look at the deeds of people and say, does that seem like light or does that seem like darkness? And then ask yourself, do I want to be in the light or do I want to be in the darkness? Do I want to be filled with love or do I want to be filled with hate? And don't believe the lie today from people who will tell you that the loving thing to do is to accept anybody's position and behavior, as long as they're not Christian, as long as they're not promoting that, because that's a different story altogether. But anybody else, you need to love them by affirming them, affirming everything they believe, everything they do, as long as they're not Christian. Because again, that's a different category. Why is that a different category, Son? Because Satan works in man's heart. Man by nature hates Jesus. I know that's a pretty strong statement, but um, by nature, if man just lets his flesh rule him, he will hate Jesus. He will absolutely hate Jesus. Um, And we see it. We see it um, in the world, and we have for 2,000 years. So um, anyway, um, yeah, there's just a lot to this, isn't there? Well, I think part of it, too, is, okay, the reason why I have mentioned Ramadan a couple times is because I want to bring up the fact of just religion in general. You take a look at Christianity yeah. and there is a belief system. You're believing mm-hmm. in something. You take a look at right. uh, Islam. There's a belief system. You take a look at uh, Hindu, uh, Hinduism. There's a belief system. Uh, right. Mormonism, Jehovah's Witness. Okay, there's a belief system. And much of the time, except maybe Hindu, but I know there's gods involved in Hinduism, but most of the time there is a god whether it's the true right. god whether it's allah right. whether it's somebody there is a god well you've got this belief system you've got this god you take a look at the lgbt religion and it's all self there is no right. ideology of something that you believe in there is no yeah. stated long term you know, philosophical thought behind why we believe what we believe. There is no one entity like God telling us how we should behave. There is nothing like that. And so what you have now is you have an ideology of I can do whatever I want, however I want, and you have to accept me for that because that's just how it is. Otherwise, I can do what I want, say what I want. And it, I think is the most um, – it is one of the behaviors or the belief systems, if you want to call it that, the church mm-hmm. of the LGBT, that is so right. opposite of God. I mean, every religion, yes. Yes. including Muslims, 
Islam, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they are not in favor of the LGBT. In fact, Christians are lovingly opposed to it. If you really are a right. true Bible-believing Christian, you are lovingly opposed to it because mm-hmm. you want that LGBT, that trans person, to be in heaven with you, and their lifestyle yeah. is contrary. Amen. Their lifestyle Amen. is contrary to what the Bible says, so we would like to share with you what we believe. Now, I don't want to start a holy war, but there are other religions out there that aren't so kind to LGBT in countries where they will just kill you. And I've known people specifically that have fled countries because they are gay and because they were out, uh, the government was out to kill them. So they had to flee. Okay. So with that in mind, when you look at the Christians and you look at the news media and you look at the responses from people about Christians hate lgbt that's why they were killed and it's justified no you've got it all wrong first of all you don't know christianity mainstream media people if that's what you're saying if you're saying christians and christianity and the bible believing christians do not hate lgbt because of lgbt in fact they don't even hate them at all they probably love them more so and they just want to share the gospel message because they want them in heaven and don't want them spending eternity in hell that's the difference. And so a final verse to what you just said, and you're exactly right. So if anyone says, I love God, yet hates his transgender neighbor, he is a liar. I mean, that's exactly what we're saying. So, so you know, this has got nothing to do with, you know, a political party or anything like that. It, 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 if hate is controlling your heart, whatever you profess to be, you know, whatever you profess to be, spiritually or politically or whatever, um, if hate is filling your heart, then God is not in your life. Now, that doesn't mean that, that Christians can never have a bout with, um, you know, uh, some animosity that pops up in your heart. But I tell you, you better deal with it. Uh, and Christians are, are, are forced in that sense to deal with it because we know by God's grace that if we don't, if we just give into it, it will consume us. Um, so we have to pray for that one who's wrongest. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to become buddy-buddy with that person. Um, you know, you're not going to be buddy-buddy with everybody. Um, but, but we, yeah, we, we cannot hate someone, whoever they may be. Um, and that's, that's why it's hard to be a Christian. That's why a lot of, you know, it's very easy to criticize Christians. And, you know, this is being done by people who've never tried it. And if they have, they haven't really gone very deep with the Lord. Okay, isn't that interesting, son, that those who criticize it have never done it? Oh, but they know so much about it. They know so, you know, you don't know about it. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a reality. The human the human heart, the Bible says, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can, who can understand it? Well, the Lord does, and he loves us nevertheless. And he says, I'll give you a new heart. You know, repent and believe the good news. I'll give you a new heart. Turn to God. I'll give you a new heart. Admit that you're just as sinful as that person on the other side of the aisle politically or, or spiritually, religious-wise. Um, or, or maybe their lifestyle is something you know you feel like you'd never do yourself. Uh, so re- repent of thinking that that's a bigger sinner than you. Repent of that. And then do just what you said, son. Try to reach those folks with the gospel. Um, but, but, you know, it's not loving to just sit by and, and, and let the LGBTQ church, let that be forced on everybody as as though somehow that's going to help somebody like, you know, the way, um, that the prophet Obama and prophet Biden have, have, uh, have sought to force their religion. I mean, I thought we had a separation of church and state in this country and we need that. We don't need the government telling people what to believe. And we're blessed to have uh, freedom of religion in our country, but you wouldn't know that if you listen to prophet Obama or prophet Biden, um, because their religion is LBGTQ. That is their church. 
Um, that is their church, and they want you to pay for it with your tax dollars, so they can indoctrinate little children, um, and 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 have them come to you know drag shows with with men dressed as women, and and all sorts of things that just uh, are perverse. But you know that's that's what we're facing right now, and uh, it's uh, very different Simon, than what you know Jim Elliott's experiencing up in heaven right now. I mean, he died at twenty eight. But boy, um, he died the way that um, God calls us to, to live and then die if necessary. You know, he, he counted the cost. I mean, Jesus was only 33, the perfect sinless son of God. I mean, when you fulfill your purpose, that's the goal. That's the goal of life. Fulfill God's purpose for you, um, whether the world applauds you or not. I mean, if we're if we're after the applause of the world, then then we're not we're not thinking uh, biblically. I'll, I'll tell you that. You know, Dan, I um, have a love-hate relationship with social media because I believe social media is driving this. And, um, in fact, I think one Democrat lawmaker came out and said that if TikTok, for example, got banned, it would hurt the Democratic Party because the messaging, the indoctrination that is taking place on TikTok, for example, is very strong with that Democratic message. But here's what I want to say. I watched a – and I don't know how – again, I don't know how I come across some of these things uh, that appear on my – main page, the for you page, whatever it's called. And so I'm scrolling through and I'm convinced, you know, the phone listens and then feeds you what it hears. But so I'm scrolling through, Hey, there's a British bulldog dancing around in the rain. Hey, here's somebody who's celebrating a birthday cake, a one-year-old smashing cake in its face. You know, Hey, here's someone talking about, you know, some job promotion. Hey, here's somebody who is, what's this? And I'm reading the I'm reading the caption of the video, a very depressing video. Someone who obviously has gone through a medical procedure, somebody who is like struggling to like sit up. And I'm I'm watching this video, so I have to read the caption. And it's like, and the caption is literally this. And I wish I would have saved it, but I kept scrolling. Yeah. the 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 caption was this: If I had known that trans surgery, transformation surgery. Was this painful, this depressing? Mm-hmm. I would have never mm-hmm. done it. She's right. recovering. Yeah. This man to woman trans uh, person is recovering yeah. from gender affirming surgery. And apparently uh-huh. it is the most miserable. And then it went on to talk about how skin infection affected her newly um, surgical sex organs, how they mm-hmm. had to do other surgeries to fix that, which led to more infections that led to more surgeries that led to more infections that led to more surgeries. And it's on and on and on. And here's the thing though. So you got people that push it on them. Okay. We need gender affirming, whatever for, you know, whatever, where are these same people when these people are going through these things, or you can look on any or any video hosting website that hosts videos and you could search, you know, detransitioning and you see all these people detransitioning and their number one comment is where are the people that were pushing me into this and supporting me then? Why are they now vilifying me for coming out of it? So, well, you know, you know, Simon, uh, I just pulled up uh, this website again that uh, I've, I've used before and, and had links to it in different articles I've written, but um, changemovement.com is just exactly what you're talking about. So on their homepage, it says, we left LGBTQ plus because we wanted to. Um, change is possible. We're a community of friends who once identified as LGBTQ plus. Today, we celebrate the love of Jesus and his freedom in our lives. Now, if you want to see the hypocrisy, of those whose religion, whose church is LGBTQ, okay? 
If you want to see the religion and the way that plays out, watch the way they give you fake compliments um, when you are promoting that lifestyle. But the minute you say, I don't want that anymore, just like when you reference uh, somebody who doesn't want the transgender life anymore, the minute you do that, you become the enemy. Okay, you become the enemy. So it, it just once again reveals there's not an ounce of compassion um, in 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 that in that uh, that whole mindset. There's just not. Um, you can oh, and then all these claims. Oh, you Christians don't care. Uh, we care about transgender kids. You know, we don't want them uh, committing suicide. Uh, oh, really? Um, look how many more um, people commit suicide um, because of trans genderism than if they had gotten the help that they needed. But, you know, we live at a time where, you know, it's, it's supposed to be in some places almost illegal to help somebody leave um, a gay lifestyle or transgenderism. Maybe that'll be next. But uh, it, it's there. there is no compassion whatsoever for people once you leave their religion. It is like a cult because think about it, son. You know, if somebody leaves a Christian church, um, there should be Christian love for that person. Um, there should not be hate uh, you know, it, but if somebody leaves a cult, um, and I'm not saying there aren't some churches that, that, that practice this, uh, and that's bad and that that's not Christ-like and that it would be like shunning someone. Um, but, but that's what the LGBTQ community, uh, I'm sorry, the LGBTQ, uh, prophets, what, 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 what they tend to do, they'll, they'll use you. Um, they'll use you to get a vote. Um, they'll use you as a statistic, um, to pack whatever numbers they, they have. And, you know, for that, but the minute you say, I want out, this is ruining my life. I have found peace in Jesus. Um, and like, like Beckett Cook, you know, who has a great uh, podcast and had lived a, a gay lifestyle in, in uh, Hollywood, I guess it was, Los Angeles area. And, uh, and he just decided he was done. Um, and uh, the Lord got a hold of him and uh, uh, changed him. And, um, you know, he's a great messenger now for Christ. So he would be an enemy. He'd be an enemy of the uh, LGBTQ uh, prophets, the church prophets. You know, Obama, Biden, and then those under them. Um, it is a church in that sense, son. It, it is. They're, and, 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 and they're trying to, um, you know, they're trying to make the state, uh, you know, preach that message. And, 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 and they use all sorts of, of threats and lies about Christians um, to promote, well, you know, Christians hate these kids. You know, we, we don't go around saying, um, you know, we don't go around talking like that. You know, we don't go around saying, well, you know, um, transgender people, you know, they hate others. Um, I mean, you know, uh, hey, I mean, if there was ever an opportunity where somebody could have said that, you know, Christians could have jumped on this thing with this horrific attack. But, you know, that's that's not appropriate. That that you just can't you just can't do that um, because I mean as as broken as this individual as evil as this individual was um, you can't just paint a group of people with a broad brush um, the the way it's being done toward Christians so we have to somehow in this uh, in this nation where we have a plurality of beliefs. Um, we have to somehow get along with each other the best we can. Um, and, you know, as Christians, we know that the answer is Jesus for eternity. 
you know, and, but also for peace here. And, and, and so that's our mission. That's our goal. And, um, and, and so the fact that Christians, you know, have been vilified by a few leftists in the media and elsewhere after this, I mean, it shouldn't surprise us. Uh, because much worse than that's being done to Christians in other countries, much worse. Many people feel that that's coming to America, but um, we pray not. But uh, you look at the way Christians are treated in North Korea, in China, uh, in Iran, uh, you know, so many places. They're treated far worse than just being vilified by uh, some in the media. I mean, that happens, but far worse. So um, Jesus said, if the world hates you, Keep in mind that it hated me first. You know, Dan, I'm going to leave it at this. You know, when we take a look at things that are out there, for example, upcoming is a trans vengeance day. Okay. When you look at a Christian movement and the rallies, you know, you're talking about a promise keepers. You're talking about a, um, March for life. You're talking about gathering at the polls for prayer. Okay. It's always a call for something that is regardless of your ideology. It's a positive thing. I think that most rational sane people would recognize that life is better than death or, uh, uh, you know, or an emphasis of life over death. One would think that, you know, an emphasis of having men step up and be fathers and be husbands and be people that respect women, respect children, do their job, are there, and so on. You know, prayer. So you have that. You have what is a nonviolent, a non-disruptive approach to their marches on D.C. and stuff like that. Whereas on the flip side, we saw what happened in 2020 with BLM. We will see what happens come Trans Vengeance Day, hopefully nothing. But somehow you got to believe if you're changing the name, and I forget what the original name was, but if you're changing the name from, you know, Trans Something Day to Trans Vengeance Day, already it's going to incite some violence and we're going to see what happens. And I think that tells you everything you need to know about some of these things. I mean, even going back to the March on Washington with, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. And his I have a dream speech, it was a peaceful, a peaceful March on Washington. And, and you start to see, you know, this, this vitriol come out in some of these groups like the LGBT and stuff. And I think the reason for that is because Satan truly has a hold of them and is really, um, using them as a catalyst to push forward and against the you know Christians because obviously Satan wants to take as many as people as he wants to with him to all eternity and darkness and fight against the, the, the gospel saving message. And you know, that's just what it comes down to. And this is just another area that he's using and has a strong grip on right. that has a national influence and he's going right. to continue to use that. And we just got to encourage people, you know, again, love them to the point where you disagree with what they do, but Mm -hmm. love them to the point where you want to share the gospel with them. And if that's your agenda, then opposing them and their ideology and any non-biblical ideology is a good thing as long as it's within love and the desire to share the gospel. If it's anything outside of that, maybe she just didn't do anything. Um, and yeah. not engage because otherwise you're just a, in the name of Christ. I'm talking about in the name of Christ and the name of Christianity. Right. I mean, if you're right. a non-believer and you have no religion, 
you know, I guess that's up to you and your personal convictions. But if you're someone who's professing any type of Christianity, anything that reflects biblical teachings, anything that reflects the life of Christ, you got to do it in love and with a willingness to share the gospel in a manner that is respectful, but truthful. Anything outside of that, maybe just take yourself out of the picture so that the rest of us don't get that negativity pinned on us and we're not guilty by association. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Son. And and it's just a good reminder to us that, you know, whoever we are, and this goes for Christians, of course, as well, we have a sinful nature. And if we give in to the desires of our sinful nature, um, we are very prone to, you know, all manner of, of animosity against others, holding grudges, uh, you know, even slipping into into hatred for, for a moment. Um, so, um I mean, this, this is not from the Holy Spirit. It's from the flesh. And if, if, if a person has the Holy Spirit living within them, they're going to come under conviction for their sins. It uh, doesn't mean we as Christians never have any blind spots, um, because that can happen at times. It does happen. But, but one of the marks of a Christian son is humility before God and man and a willingness to be confronted when called on the carpet. And human pride will not put up with that. Human pride, man's pride will not put up with being called on the carpet. But, but when you're in Christ, when you're a new creation, um, I mean, that's just, that's just what your new nature is. Uh, you know, uh, you, but you can't fall back into the old way or you'll, you'll, uh, you know, you'll, you'll just respond, uh, you know, harshly to somebody who's pointing that out. And that's why, as I've said before, the, the quote unquote gospel of self-esteem, um, it's such a false gospel uh, for many reasons. Uh, it's all about self rather than Christ, but, but it doesn't prepare you for criticism. Because now all of your thoughts are based on how you view yourself and how others view you. And it's very, I mean, it's polar opposite idea uh, than Christianity, where our life just becomes so intertwined with Christ. He, in fact, Paul said, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So, so the gospel of self-esteem is kind of the predominant, quote-unquote, false gospel of, of America. Um, and that ties into the whole transgender thing and LGBTQ thing, because, you, you know, the, 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 the false gospel of self-esteem says, I mean, you know, everybody can have their own truth. Uh, the only sin really is to, is to somehow suggest or claim that that's not, uh, or that that's a sin, uh, that that's a sin. And so what do you have, son? You have major mainline denominations like the ELCA, the Methodist Church, you know, liberal denominations that have caved on LGBTQ issues. They've caved on, you know, I don't know that they've caved on adultery and fornication that I've heard of. But they've caved on this particular sin, you know, uh, for those who have same-sex attraction um, or, or, or those who are being tempted to um, uh, somehow, you know, uh, pose in a, as a different gender. Um, so they, they, they've caved on that. Uh, it, it's tragic. And, you know, many, many Christians feel that the minute you do that, I mean, you've, you, you've lost the gospel, you've lost the Bible. And truth be told, I mean, they lost it long before that, you know, because of their low view of scripture, um, their, their idea of universalism, that everybody's going to heaven anyway, or most everybody is. I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's just, this is not a biblical foundation in those religious groups. Um, and even sadly, some of these mainline denominations in America today that have caved on the LGBTQ sins, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. You have to ask them what they say about adultery, fornication, pornography. I mean, they might say those are all sins still. Uh, but if you cave on anything, especially in the area of sexuality and now in the area of gender, um, 
that only flows that only flows on from a movement that has lost sight of the gospel or maybe I mean, didn't have it or I mean you know maybe some who were in their church before they came around did but how do you have the gospel uh, if, if you're teaching universalism or or promoting um, LGBTQ as somehow the church that that's their church that's their they're proud of that they're proud of that uh, you know it'd be no different than being proud of uh, fornication proud of adultery proud of pornography you know you're proud of any of those things you're you're way out of step with the holy spirit way 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 out of step so you can call yourself a christian you can call yourself a christian denomination but is it any wonder son when the elca made their decision that this large lutheran church body in africa that had been aligned with them and and they were and and the elc was giving them you know i don't know several million dollars maybe a year as support for them that, that group said hey we're cutting our ties with you we don't believe what you believe uh, and, 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 and so they lost the financial support, but it's far better to do that than lose your soul, lose uh, faithfulness to scripture, lose the gospel. Um, so those who, those who threw away the gospel and threw away God's word, they're going to have to give an account to the Lord when they stand before him on, on why they, why they did such a, a horrendous thing as that. Um, and now how many people have been led astray, uh, by those who were saying, Oh, it's okay. It's no longer a sin. Um, or maybe, maybe adultery and fornication and pornography are still, but no, not that, not that that's not a sin. Too many people feel that that's not a sin today. Um, I mean, I know, you know, 30 years ago, you know, even, you know, many on the left in America were, 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 you know, saying they were for marriage, but, but no, now things have changed. Um, after thousands of years of, of marriage between a man and a woman, no, we know better. We're smarter. Oh, and by the way, um, now, not only can you do that. And know that it's not a sin. If if you want to cha- magically change your gender, go for it. Because what you say about yourself and this gospel of self-esteem, that's more important than scientific reality, than biology, than the genes that you have. You can call yourself whatever you want, and it won't hurt you. But, Son, you, you've even given examples in the podcast today of how it's destroying lives, um, physically mutilating people. They, they, they want to go back to the way they were, but they find out they can't. So, yeah, just a tragedy all the way around. Dan Dozell with us as always. Dan, thank you for your time today, and we appreciate your insights and look forward to many more conversations, God willing. Absolutely, Son. Thank you so much uh, for this important discussion today, and hey, I look forward to next time. And for those of you listening, check out our website, RadioWarp.com. That's Radio W-A-R-P, RadioWarp.com. Just click on the sanctified reason podcast logo and all of our other shows will pop up so that way you can check out other episodes and then you can also listen to the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts just search sanctified reason podcast and we pop up again thanks for listening do tell a friend and until next time god bless